Hi, I'm Paul Cuddehy and welcome to the Duran Duran Albums Podcast. And I'm Molly Williams. Join us as we take you on a musical journey of 40 years, 14 albums, countless great songs, and lots of great Duran Duran memories. From the band's self-titled debut album in 1981, through to the Paper Gods release in 2015, and, fingers crossed, a new album in 2021, the Duran Duran Albums podcast celebrates each of the studio albums while telling the story of the band. We chat through each album track by track, pick some of our favourite songs and memories from when the album was first released, and ask podcast listeners to give us their thoughts on each record. And we'll also have interviews with other Duran Duran fans throughout the course of this series, as well as extra episodes on everything from non-album songs, favourite gigs and the band's various side projects. So while you might want to save a prayer till the morning after, listen to the podcast now. Subscribe, spread the word, and celebrate 40 years of great music on the Duran Duran Albums Podcast. Molly, I don't know on a scale of one to ten how excited you were this week. We are recording this on Wednesday night, just a few hours after Duran Duran's new song, Invisible, dropped, as the kids say. What are your first thoughts of it? Well, when they played the, uh, the what was it, 10-second clip on the documentary over the weekend with, with Claudia Winkleman, I was just like, is that it? Come on, I hate, I hate being teased. I'm not a fan of that sort of drip fed sort of idea of things. So um, when, when they announced that they were going to release the single then on, on Wednesday, I was like, yeah, bring it on. And I didn't really want to get involved too much in the hype because I just wanted to come at it with my own set of ears, my own eyes and, and kind of make my decision for myself. But uh, yeah, I was feeding into the, the hype you know, last night and, and getting myself quite excited. So I have to say when I woke up this morning at about six o'clock in the morning, I did check on YouTube to see if there was anything else out there yet. And uh, there wasn't. So, so yeah, I have succumbed to the Durani fandom. Well, you know, I think, I think the band's uh, social media build up to the, you know, the first play of the song on the Zoe Ball show and Radio 2 this morning. I thought it was brilliant because I think they very, from the moment they played that clip, as you say, on the, the documentary, on Saturday night, there was a real hype building and I think they were very good at just drip feeding wee clips and wee clips of the video and, and then information about the new album coming out to the point where you did feel there was a kind of, there was something building. And I have to be honest, I felt I felt like I was, I was 16 again. And I don't know whether partly, obviously, following all the hype on Twitter, but in doing this podcast, you're very much in the Duran world all the time because you're thinking about it and you're listening to the music. So it was about 20 to 9 this morning in Scotland and obviously in England as well. That uh, <laughs> Zoe Ball... Between us two. <laughs> <laughs> it's only when we get independence that we'll have different time zones. <laughs> um, and Zoe Ball had uh, was speaking to Simon Le Bon and then she was playing the song. And at the time, I always go for a walk, a five-mile walk, just where I stay every every morning. And I was walking along as a canal. It was actually really picturesque. The sun was just bouncing off the, the water, really quiet and really sunny. And they played this new song. And I don't remember the last time I was so excited to hear a new bit of music. Even the last time when the Paper God song started to come out, I don't remember, say maybe part of it's to do with 
uh, what we're doing now. But um, I absolutely, I, I do love it. I mean, I'm predisposed to liking it. So I'm almost halfway there, even before I hear it. The downside of that is you have such high expectations because you want to love it, that if it doesn't reach that, there's a real sense of disappointment. But I've had it on repeat the whole day and I think it's a brilliant track. Yeah, I, I am definitely enjoying it. I don't know, I, I like to think that I'm being a little bit more reserved about things. And I'm you thought you were going to say mature and grown up, weren't you? <laughs> two words that I really try hard not to use when describing myself. But I was just like, I don't want to be just one of those super fans that goes, I love everything. And my first impression, my absolute first impression when uh, it was played on, on Zoe Ball's uh, radio show this morning was that, yeah, I liked it. But I wasn't like, oh, my God, this is like the best thing since sliced bread. But I have now listened to it four or five times and watched the video a couple of times. And um, I'm starting to kind of listen to it and, and pick out things. And one of my favorite bits about it, I think there, there's a lot of a Prince vibe in his guitars in the intro and kind of within the chorus, I think it is just feels like a real princey sort of vibe. And, and I'm a big fan of Prince as well. So I just think it, it still sounds like Duran Duran, but it feels like it is modern. And then, you know, when we get on to talk about the video, oh my God. <laughs> it's funny you should say about Prince, because, you know, Annie Zaleski, who was on the previous podcast, was one of the people we've interviewed. And I saw her tweeting about it. And that was one of the, the things that she detected in it as well, was, was a bit of you know, a Prince vibe. I think I think we spoke about it in the last podcast. I think Simon's vocals are really, really strong. And I love the drums. There's, there's just there's, there's so elements all the way through it. But I think they're one of the first things that stand out for me. I think they, they kind of, and even I think Simon LeBron, when he was interviewed this morning, said it's the rhythm section of the, and the band that really drive the song. And you can, I think you can hear that. Absolutely. I think I am no musician in any way, shape or form, but there's a, there's a bit where they, they must change the timing or something. And, and yeah, it is just that that deep drum and bass sound as well. That it, it just has a real powerful sound to it. So I, I really do hope that, you know, this this kind of brings Duran Duran right bang up to date and, you know, gives them a whole new audience because it feels it feels like they should be in the top 40. We've said it loads of times, I think, already. What amazes me is, so we're doing this podcast 40 years after they started releasing their albums. So they're still relevant, but it's not, again, they're not a tribute act to themselves. That You, you mentioned it's classic Duran Duran, but really fresh and modern. And I think that's why they're still going. And that's why people of different, you know, from us who were fans when they were first out all the way through at various times along their career, people have joined the Duran world because they are able to innovate and do things different and sound. You know, when you hear the song on the radio, I think if somebody's never heard Duran Duran before and they hear that song, they'll go, wow, that's great. I want to I want to find out a bit more about that band. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, let's bring it around to the video now, because as everybody knows, I'm a very visual person. And, you know, I think the video scared the shit out of me, to be perfectly honest. There, there were definitely horror movie twinges, you know, the, the shots of, of the band themselves. They look like ghosts in a in a horror movie. but the innovation that's used in that video, it just just is right on track with uh, with you know how cutting edge and innovative that Duran Duran have been throughout their entire career. 
do you know the thing at the start? I don't know if you saw that thing at the start. I, took, I actually took a wee picture of it on the screen when it just explained that the film was created by an artificial intelligence called Huxley. And it's mm. a very first collaboration of its kind between artists and different planes of existence. I think it's interesting that, you know, you and, and various other people who have, have spoken on the podcast who get into the band in, in the States, the videos play an absolute integral part in how you view, I think, Duran Duran maybe more than, than we did. I think it was weird. I know you're saying I was kind of freaked you out, but I thought it was uh, I thought the silhouette type figures of the four of them was a bit was very strange. And uh, I, it's, it's it's very it's a very strange video actually. I actually sat there and I was trying to wrap my head around how AI, a computer, has created a video. And I mean, I I'm not a techie person in any way, shape, or form, but all I could imagine was just you know, obviously the song was fed into a computer and then it was just like, okay, on you go, create something. And that's what was created. So I think I posted on Twitter that my brain was melted and, <laughs> and it was, I just, I, I can't, to get my head around the fact that, that it, it's computer generated and all derived from its own emotions and feelings, put that in brackets. So yeah, may, maybe it distracts me a little bit, I guess, from the song just from the whole concept of it all. But, you know, I think that's what Duran Duran videos have always done. But I think it's good. I mean, I think they're doing something. It's kind of, it's innovative in that world of pop videos because it's funny when there was, I think about a week ago, people had some, posted some pictures out on Instagram and Twitter of the band and they were somewhere in London and they were filming and, the, you know, their name was on the kind of outside the theatre or the, the venue. But I think what they were doing is they were filming the performance that will be shown in the some billboard program over in, in the States. But I, I saw a few people saying, oh, I, I hope that's not the video for the new song because they didn't like just a live band performance video. So obviously those people would be delighted when they saw them just trying to, to be totally different. I would like to think that maybe the guys in Duran Duran recognize that they aren't spring chickens and probably they aren't going to make the best video in the world if they were just to do a, a live performance. <laughs> I can't imagine that that Simon can do his little kicks like he used to do back in the day. So <laughs> does, maybe that, does that mean just with reference to the to the last podcast that we did in the, the re album that he's no longer in your eyes a stud muffin? He'll always be a stud muffin. <laughs> always. But I'm not cheating on Roger. Don't try to get me to, to cheat on Roger. The other thing that was brilliant news on the back of, or at the same time as them releasing this track, is the fact that it's from their new album, Future Past, which is a 12-track album, and it's coming out on October the 22nd, which, again, you can pre-order it now. Uh, it's got a really, really striking cover to it as well, which I think is is absolutely brilliant. But, you know, it's... it's uh, it's almost serendipity that we've started doing these podcasts and the world time almost we'll, we'll do the 14 studio albums and we'll probably get to number 15 just as it's released in October. And if we don't do it naturally, by God, we are going to like cram them in there <laughs> just to get the timeline right. Yeah, it, it's it's all, I think the planets have come into alignment for us. And, uh, you know, you had this germ of, of the idea of, of recognizing 40 years of, of music and, and just counting down the albums. So. Yeah, great timing. And I don't know if I'm going to be one of those that, that will join in the mass hysteria of a pre-order for October. I think I'm quite, I mean, seeing as I, I will be downloading it anyways, I'm not going to be getting a physical copy. 
you know, I don't really feel the need to pre-order. But tell me, Paul, what have you ordered for the new album? I, I haven't ordered anything yet, actually. No, no I am I haven't really had all, I've just been too busy. I've just been focusing on the single today or the song. The, I don't know if it's a single anymore, but um, I've just been listening to that. So I haven't really, normally I wouldn't pre-order anything either. Even going back to when I would just buy a lot of records, I would always, I like to just buy them the first day that I released. Yeah. I think sometimes there's an incentive. Some of them, I, I noticed that they had, for example, I think a limited edition with a lime green vinyl. And then sometimes when you pre-order, for example, the, the kind of download you might get extra bonus tracks exclusive if you pre-order that's a temptation I think well I think you know with, with the digital format these days it just seems like yeah they might put things out on pre-order and and like maybe give you a sneak track before general release and that sort of thing but with Duran Duran's history of all of the bazillion remixes that they, that they do it wouldn't surprise me if if they have a lot of that sort of thing going on I would guess but as well, you know, um, we, we've talked about in the past, in previous podcasts about, you know, you are a bit of a purist and you like to have the physical copy in your hand. And so I was absolutely shocked when I asked you the other the other day, um, you know, were you going to get a physical copy of the single? I don't even know if it's available in a physical format. And you're like, no, just going to get on Spotify. And I was like, wait, is this Paul Cudahy that I know? <laughs> See, the album is slightly different because I do have most of them of the albums either in vinyl or I've got a few of the CDs. So I, I to, in order to keep the, the collection intact, I, I probably will. But I think I'll probably leave it till near the time. Um, but I think I must, I'm, I'll be tempted to look at some of the merchandise just to see, see if anything catches my eye. But for now, it's it's all about the, because I, I think the other thing is, I think between now and October, they're going to maybe be dropping another one or two tracks just to give you another taste of the album, which I think will be quite exciting as well, just to keep that momentum going. But um, I have, as I say, I, I've just had it on repeat, uh, invisible all day. So I'm there, hook, line and sinker. Yeah, I'm definitely there. I am back in the Durani room. That's for sure. Just maybe not not squealing and crying <laughs> this time around. <laughs> that, that's, that's your story and you're sticking to it. Yeah, nobody knows what goes on these four walls. Just me and the dog. Thanks for joining us on the Duran Duran Albums podcast. And we hope you enjoyed the show. If you can subscribe to the podcast and rate and review us, that will help other Duranis to find us. And of course, if you can spread the word about the podcast, all the better. You can also let us know what you think of the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Albums Duran or email us at durandoran at paulcudahy.com. Join us next time on the podcast. And in the meantime, keep listening to Duran Duran like some new romantic looking for the TV sound.